Why, hello. And a happy new year to you. 2018. Let's do this. Let's get crazy. Let's get nuts. Let's punch a higher floor. I don't really know if I understand the lyrics to that song. But I always love Prince. Anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about. Welcome back. New year. New season. What delineates a season? No idea. Whenever I want to put a new theme song up top. Adam O'Connor joins me. Talk about an OG episode of Scooby-Doo. It's a lot of fun. I hope that you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed doing it. Some corrections up top. I do talk about the Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, Steven, I was correct on that name. His name is Steven Page. However, there is nobody in the band named Ernie. Perhaps I was thinking of Ed. So when you get to that part, you'll know that it's Ed, not Ernie. There's no Ernie in the band. Also, we bring up uh, the Neil Diamond, Barbara Streisand, You Don't Bring Me Flowers Anymore. Let me just tell you something. It's great. You got to check it out. I've put a link in the episode description so that you can enjoy the 1980s Grammy performance as much as I do. Aside from that, it has been three years. If you are listening to this on the day it comes out, tomorrow will be the three-year anniversary of What's With You, Scooby-Doo coming out. Gone through a lot of changes over the years, some for the better, and I gotta say, uh, it's it's fun. I enjoy doing this, and I, I hope for another three years of my own special brand of dumb. When I started three years ago, it uh, it was different back then. I mean, the the podcasting boom was uh, pretty much starting, and I was riding that wave. Uh, and now, it's a lot more Scooby-Doo podcasts out there, and they're all great. Check them all out. Most of them are way more on topic than mine. I have to say that. Uh, but, you know, uh, a podcast named Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Dones, Scooby-Dudes, Meddlers, Inc. I'm probably missing one. But it's a great community out there, and I'm happy to be a part of it. And here's to and here's to keeping it going. Let's let's bring 2018 in well. Let's get crazy. Let's let's be fierce about it and have some fun. So from me to you, at what's with you, Scooby Doo? A very happy new year. And for the first time of this year, allow me to say to the podcast, let's do this. Oh, that's that seems like a problem, that's right? Like, it seems like an issue. Should I get that checked out? I think so. Yeah, I think you should get that checked out. Here's the thing: uh, WebMD still hasn't told me that it's cancer, so I feel like I'm doing okay. I'm surprised that it hasn't. It tells you everything is cancer. WebMD. <laughs> it's weird when it tells me that I'm pregnant. That's when I'm. St- that's when I'm like WebMD. <laughs> maybe I don't trust you as much. <laughs> yeah. No, I hate, hate it when like I have stomach issues because I'll look it up and they'll say like, "Well, you either have cancer or." Just take some Pepto. Gas. Gas. (laughs) Cancer or gas. There's no middle ground. Isn't it? It's weird that I used to have like really bad gas pains when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. Like, like doubled over, like bawling my eyes out. I was also a little wussy kid, but uh, it it cracked me up in retrospect that I would have these pains that would like paralyze me. And that's the same stuff that comes out of my butt and makes a funny noise. Yeah, it's uh, honestly it's it's uh, shame pain because 
you just you're conditioned to not fart in public and it ends up hurting you. I remember I the same thing. When I was like 12 years old. I was like doubled over. I was like, why is this happening to me? It's because you don't want to embarrass yourself in front of all your classmates. Shame pain. <laughs> you can check out Adam's album coming out this fall. Shame, Shame pain. pain. What's with you, Scooby-Doo, today in the scooby <laughs> I have Adam. Adam. Do I even know your last name? I just know you as Adam. It's uh, O'Connor. Adam O'Connor. Oh, it's in my phone, I think. Yeah, it's in your phone. <laughs> phone. I also do the move where it when when I meet somebody and I get their number, I just hand them the phone. Yeah, that's what you did. Which me. is yeah. the easiest way to do it because yeah. then you don't have to go through any awkward conversation of like, how do you spell? Yeah. You know, you just yeah. hand it to them. Somebody writes out all their information. You're like, great. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is then I never really learn people's names. Yeah, that's true. I, so I, Adam O'Face O'Connor. O'Face O'Connor, that's what they called me, yeah. <laughs> when you were a member of O-Town? Yeah, yeah. I was the sixth member of O-Town. I never made it. <laughs> One of many sixth members. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people uh, considered me the fourth door down. That's right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's it's O'Connor, and it's uh so it's it's an Irish name, obviously. Yeah, uh, and I remember uh, always getting like, oh, oh, what a what a nice Irish boy you must be, like, and I know it's like the most like white straight white male thing to be offended by, but I always got offended when people would call me out on on being Irish, and I was like, <laughs> how dare you? How, how dare you how dare define you make, me by my lineage? Yeah, what what kind of assumptions are you making in your head? Like I don't I don't fucking like it. I don't care for it. <laughs> I love the thought of you being pissed off as a little kid when yeah. people are like, "Happy St. Patrick's Day to you." Why are you saying that to me? Yeah, why? Why? why you, did you you didn't say that to the person next no. to me? What's up? What's up? You want to go? You didn't say that to Bob Besso, did you? No, Bob Besso did not get a happy St. Patrick's Day. Is that also the most Irish thing? <laughs> like, just picking a fight <laughs> randomly about St. Patrick's Day? Listen, I'm not saying that all, all the stereotypes are wrong. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I just don't want to be defined by them. I don't want to be defined by it. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, uh, people would often get me, like, those um, novelty Irish t-shirts, like Irish yoga, where it's just, like, a bunch of drunk people passed out over chairs and stuff okay and, and uh i always hated it like i really always hated it like it just it, uh, so and my dad actually thought i liked them and for a number of years would actually get me these novelty t-shirts he has so many of these t-shirts obviously he likes it well he, he used to go to ireland a lot and like it's very tchotchke ish there like there's novelty stores all over the place so he'd pick one up because that's what americans buy that's what they buy <laughs> ireland is one large novelty shop <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Everything is, yeah. hey, come for our Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like leprechauns? We have a t-shirt for that. Um, so he'd get them for me. Like He'd go often. Every time he'd go, he'd get me like a rugby jersey, which is great, and then this shitty t-shirt that was wildly offensive. Mm. And I'd, I'd just say thanks. And then I'd end up like donating it or giving it away. away. And uh, he finally called me out. And he's like, I never see you wear those t-shirts. I was like, I got to be honest, Dad. I just don't. <laughs> I don't care for it. For Thanks. 20 years, you. I have been being nice. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't care for that. All right, all right. Well, typically we usually start off with a little history lesson, a little getting to know you. Yeah. Uh, how did you come to our Lord and Savior Scooby-Doo? All right, well, this is uh, this might be a shock to you. I don't think I've ever seen an entire episode of Scooby-Doo. Never, never an entire one. But you've, like, I, watched I've, it in passing? I, I feel like I, I remember... I feel like you're being specific, very specific about it. You're like, I've never seen a whole episode. So I, I definitely have seen clips 
Um, specifically the Harlem Globetrotters clip. Classic, of course. But I don't re- remember ever sitting down and watching start to finish a Scooby-Doo episode. I like it. I feel like I'm more familiar with this Scooby-Doo episode of South Park than an actual Scooby-Doo episode. They made the pirate ship using this candle yeah. and this... Uh... Yeah, the corn came out. Yeah, yeah that's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a weird band to have be your like featured yeah. guest on your show. It's like who do we have? Corn. Yeah. They're known for being friendly. Yeah. True. <laughs> no, I mean it was it was a great great pull on their part, but yeah, I've never seen an entire Scooby Doo episode. Did you wa- I mean, did you watch TV as a kid or oh, for I mean sure. were you an indoor I, kid? I Yeah, for the most I mean Yes, I was an indoor kid. I also played a lot of sports too, but I, I, I watched a lot of TV, and mm. I still watch a lot of TV. And I just—it's <laughs> not anything that was in my. Uh, it just never repertoire. crossed your. Wow. I feel like I was in a weird uh, age. Uh, uh, so there was there's a new like a rebirth reboot of Scooby Doo. When did that come out? Well, basically, we were Scooby Doo list through the '90s. Yeah. So the last show to come out was. Um, Pup named Scooby Doo in '89, I think, somewhere, okay. somewhere around there. And then the '90s, there was no, there was nothing on TV except for maybe reruns. Yeah. And then what's new? Scooby Doo came out in like 2001, 2000, okay. somewhere in that ballpark. So uh, I don't remember a pup named Scooby Doo at all. Right. Um, that would have ended when I was seven, and then when the new one came out, I would have been a sophomore in college. So like, there's <laughs> just this. Just gray hour where there's nothing for me. Didn't so, hit you in yeah. the sweet spot. Didn't hit me in the sweet spot. Absolutely. What did? I mean, the '90s, of course. You mm-hmm. have uh, all the Nickelodeon shows. Yeah. So I used to wake up at five in the morning because on the Fox Channel, I'm from Albany, New York, and the Fox Channel in, in New York would play all these old. Um, I mean, they weren't even old. They were just probably like a year or two old Japanese cartoons that were then overdubbed with. Um, they weren't anime, but they were like uh, Japanese adventure cartoons. One of them like was Speed called... Racer? No. So this okay. one particular, there was, I think it was called Ronin, and it had five five yeah. characters. They were all different colors, and they would jump together. And... Yeah, there were somewhere, there were like medieval Power Rangers. Exactly. Yeah. And then there was, there was also one called Exo Mano Squad or something like that. <laughs> I can't remember it, and I found it. I remembered loving it, and it was super cool, and I watched it every morning <laughs> at 5 in the morning, and uh, uh, I, I found it on Netflix. I got to remember exactly what it's called, and I tried to watch it, and it's unwatchable. Really? Absolutely Didn't hold up? Did not hold up. It was oh, just that's too bad. something in you know when I was nine that I just loved. and The one for me, which was an anime, was uh, Gundam Wing. No, no, that Most things with giant robots could could get me. Like if there yeah. were if there were giant robots in your thing, I was like, I'll give it a try. But the the thing about I have the the full DVD set, and every time I go back to it, it always cracks me up because it's a very politics heavy show, like the fictional politics of oh, this world. Sure. Yeah. So like it's like giant robots fighting, and then it goes to like. <laughs> Like the UN, where people are like, the labor unions will dispute this. And it's just like, why was I so into this as a kid? It's like a Star Wars prequel. Yeah, you're right. Where's, we cannot get the. Is that legal? This is the 20 minutes where they uh, read the meeting minutes from last week's episode. <laughs> and look, ET is yeah. still in the corner. <laughs> When's the last time you watched a Star Wars prequel? A prequel? Yeah. Mm, not probably not as uh, more recently than I, I in the past year. 
probably in the past three years. Okay. Um, I just saw the the new Force. No, not Force Awakens. Last Jedi. Yeah. I saw that the other day. Are we? Uh, are you comfortable talking about it? Yeah. Sure. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm totally comfortable talking about it. <laughs> Do you like it? No. You didn't. You're you're no. in that camp. Um, I th- what upsets me the the most about these two the the two new ones that came out is that there are a lot of good things aspects of them. Mm-hmm. I feel like they really just forced forced the plot points. Yeah, forced. Yeah, you you didn't think it was very organic. No, no. I, I mean, we're talking about the Star Wars universe. There's a, a million stories you could have told, and that they're still focusing on these like four or five people that are still alive. Like, sure, I get it. Yeah. But after the second, first reboot, you don't have to include everybody again, right? <laughs> just, we know. That well, supposedly still there. the next trilogy mm-hmm. that Ryan Johnson is doing is going to be. Uh, it's. <laughs> There, it's not the. I think they're calling it literally the Skywalker saga. So they're they're getting away from that and no. just doing a Star Wars trilogy of some kind. I really enjoyed Rogue One. Did you see Rogue One? Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed that because it didn't. I mean, there. Yeah, you had to have Darth Vader in there, I suppose, but you didn't. If you took those scenes out, the movie would still be fantastic. Like, mm. It's a standalone characters, standalone plot. You didn't really need to have much going on. But God, can you imagine Darth Vader interior decorating that place? <laughs> make, make, make it darker. <laughs> can we move these rocks over here? <sighs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Do you want like a love seat or something over here? Because everybody's British in space. Sure. Yeah. I'm kind of sad that we got away from old stuffy British people everywhere. Yeah, there there are a few <laughs> few British people in the, in the new one. Um, yeah. Oh, who is it? Um, We're beginning on a tech run, so. Is it uh, Donald, Donald Gleason? Brendan Gleason's son is one of the villains. He's Oh, really? He's one of the generals. Huh. Yeah, red-headed guy. Oh, so the... So you know he's evil. Hux? Yeah. 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 He's great. Yeah, it's Brendan Gleason's I like son. him. Yeah. He's, he's a little good. bitch boy in that. Yeah. It's great. So to answer your question, no, I, I don't I don't have much experience <laughs> <with> Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, that answered it pretty yeah. well. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, excellent. So, by your request, we're going old school we're today. Going old school. We're going back to the beginning. Scooby Doo, where are you? 1969. Yeah. We're landing on the moon. We're going to Woodstock. We're watching Scooby Doo. Are those real things that happen in Scooby Doo? Do they go to the moon and go to Woodstock? No, but we as America did. <laughs> well, that's disappointing. <laughs> uh, I mean, they've made it to the moon at some point. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, Scooby Doo, where are you? Yeah. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> What's the password, you swabs? <laughs> Zoinks! A talking pirate skull! Everybody relax. It's only a mini microphone and speaker. What's it mean by give the password? I don't know. Let's give it a try. Uh, 16 men on a pirate's chest? Let's see. Yo ho ho, blow the man down. How about yum 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 and a liverwurst a la mode? <laughs> Whoa! What a password! Yeah, and it worked this voice activated secret entrance. So. So, this is your first completed episode of Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah. Live up to the hype? I'll be honest with you, Nick. I'm, I'm actually. I'm actually kind of mad at just at the world right now. <laughs> because 
they that upset me. Just Did it really? Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't care for it. It's not. <laughs> I'm not gonna go home and watch the rest of them. We'll just you're, say that. Oh, you're saying that it's not bingeable. It's not. Yeah, it's not bingeable. You're not gonna be going out no. and binging it. No, I'm not gonna be binging on Crackle.com mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the the basic tenant of this episode is that uh, there's a ghost ship, Redbeard the pirate. He's got his giant ship, and he's stealing other ships. It's only it's basically a James Bond plot. Sure. Yeah. Uh, big ship steals smaller ship. All right. Um. So we, I'm not gonna go in order. So spoiler, uh, <laughs> if you guys are following along, it was. <laughs> It was the guy who originally reported the ships being stolen who was stealing his own ships. It was yeah. Mr. Magnus. Yeah, the, which is a great name. Yeah, it is a great name. Uh, That's Citizen Kane-esque, you know? But I, I guess I don't understand the plot, like uh, his his plan. So he was stealing the ships and then claiming the insurance money? Like, they didn't really go into that. They didn't. So he, uh, my guess, because mm-hmm. I also was not paying that. Close attention <laughs> is that uh, if you steal the stuff off of your own boat, yeah, and then sell it on the black market, you get paid for shipping it, mm-hmm. and then you also get the money from the stuff that other people are selling. I don't know, this doesn't check out. <laughs> I'm doing the math, and I gotta say that it's not uh, carry the two. Mm. <laughs> I feel like you could have just deducted some business losses. You do this fine. for a living. <laughs> do this for a living. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just uh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense. Forensic accounting. It's um, hmm. I've seen more complicated schemes. <laughs> I'll just say that. It also just cracked me up to think of you on forensic files <laughs> being interviewed. Like he obviously moved the money oh, out of the account you. two days early. We have a paper trail. <laughs> we have canceled checks. This is a fraudulent application. Uh, Apple Pay must be the best thing in the world for you. Uh, so uh, I, I don't I don't deal with Apple Pay particularly, but in general, it's a, it's an issue. There's whole conferences on like uh, on how to track that shit, on like cryptocurrency and like online payments and stuff. Mm. Like it's um, it's a big deal. Are you into Bitcoin? I, I I'm not into Bitcoin. No, I don't. Um, I know what it is. I don't have any. I don't plan on having any because I don't understand. I don't understand it. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I I was at uh, I was just sitting at a bar the other night, and two people next to me were talking about Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and it was cracking me up. Just these two dudes, just very loudly. I mean, people two towns over probably could have heard them. <laughs> uh, but just talking about like, well, I mean, you know, it's it, it it at some point it'll either collapse or you know, I think cryptocurrency is gonna survive, but it might not be Bitcoin because I mean, it's just too unstable. And I'm like, almost like it needs a regulatory system. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really put a lot of faith in anything that has the word crypto in its title. Like, Cryptozoology. I mean, yeah. I like. I love Bigfoot just as much as the next guy, but I don't. I, I but know he doesn't send you Christmas cards anymore. No, I know he's not real. You don't I've known send that. me flowers. I've known that for. You don't see me love songs. <laughs> that's Neil Diamond and Bigfoot. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not. That's in- my favorite music video. Just <laughs> <laughs> Neil Diamond and Bigfoot in yeah. an empty room singing to each other. And it's like it's just a close up 
on Neil Diamond's face, and it slowly pans out, and then you realize that he's with Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot's just standing behind yeah, just him, standing. like. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Mm. Have you ever seen the "War Is Over" video? You know the John Lennon song "War Is Over." If you want it, uh, I don't think so. There's a Neil either. Diamond one, All right. and it's Neil uh-huh. in like a nice. Uh, that era, late eighties, maybe early nineties, uh, uh, po- like larger suit. You know, how suits got to be tight these days. Sure, this is an era where a dude could let the air out of Probably his shoulders. Had shoulder pads, maybe double breasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe definitely. Yep, no tie, open shirt. Oh, of course. And he's in like a set. <laughs> it's like fake rocks. It looks like fake rocks. Like it doesn't look like they tried to make. It looks like the thing said, "Make fake rocks." Okay. okay. Uh, and you know, it's Neil in this thing, pants, very loose, mm-hmm. nice shoes. And so this is Christmas. Yeah. What have they done? And then <laughs> the camera starts to pan out a little bit and there are just children yeah. littered around this to sing the whole like, war is over if you want. But it's just him walking around a bunch of children facing forward. None of these children acknowledge him. <laughs> they are just facing forward singing as Neil Diamond walking through his child garden. Oh boy, Neil Diamond's a weird dude. Um, my mom, uh, so my my parents- never Ooh, like, New York coming out, yeah, ma'am. Ma'am. Uh, my pa- my parents didn't really listen to music, like which is strange. Like I don't ever remember them listening to music ever. Not even not being into music, not listening to music. So like in the car, so what, what would happen? That's one exception. So the car, like the radio, would be on, and my mom had one tape, and it was the best of Neil Diamond. God yes. And so that was we would listen to the oldies station. Okay. Or. Um, this one tape, the best of Neil Diamond. Forever in blue jeans, yeah. babe. Yeah. Crackling rose, get on. Oh, <laughs> that was my childhood. Driving around in a 1989 black Ford Taurus station wagon in the way, way back because it had the oh. bench seats in the back. Oh, yeah, so you were facing backwards? Facing backwards. Nice. So he'd make faces at the cars behind us. My sister and I would sing, um, Love on the Rocks. Mm, Ain't no surprise. <laughs> Left turn coming. Pour me a drink and I'll poop in your eyes. <laughs> Ooh, that's that was the only lyric we changed. We weren't Weird Al over here. No. We were creating a whole parody. Uh, we had one line and yeah. we laughed every time. Uh, <laughs> My sister, who's 13 years older than me. So this is like a 24 year old <laughs> and a nine year old. Wow. That math is wrong. 11. You got it. So speaking of Weird Al, Lacey. My wife, uh, my wife, my wife. Sorry, uh, we were. I don't know how it came up, but like the song, "The Eye of the Tiger," came up. Yeah, and try the Ryer of the Kaiser. Th- that's the thing. I when I hear that song, I sing the lyrics to the Ryer of the Kaiser <laughs> in my head. I know it's that- the thrill of one bite. I, I know that song better than the actual Eye of the Tiger. If song. you want substitutions, I will not put up a fight. Fat and weak. <laughs> What a disgrace. <laughs> what a disgrace. Guess the champ got too lazy. I did that with, I'm trying to think. There were a couple. Oh, another one rides the bus. Although I might have known another one bites the dust beforehand. But I think I knew the lyrics to The Saga Begins more than I knew uh, American Pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, here's a weird one. I knew Jerry Springer before I knew One Week. Yes, man. Oh, oh, oh okay. Wow, yeah. Yeah. So then I got into Bare Naked Ladies after the fact. Mm. Fact. Uh, and uh, the Weird Al version was the one that was in my head. Whatever happened to the Bare Naked Ladies? 
uh, Stephen, can't remember his last name. The one with the glasses. The main one. Uh, he uh, apparently went off the deep end. He like he got kicked out of the band. But Ernie and the rest of the dudes are still touring, I believe. One of the guys, the shorter, more portly fellow with the glasses. The rappy dude. He got arrested for drugs like out near Syracuse, New York. It was like a big thing. That's Steven. That's Steven. So yeah, he, he went. He, off the that, that's the uh, broke into the old mm. apartment. Mm. This yeah. is where we used to live. Right, right, and then right. there's the oh well, now you want to hoodwink? Yeah. It'll make you stop think. You think you're looking at? Yeah. Instagram. That's another lyric. <laughs> <laughs> I just they should need... do a sequel. <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. Week two. <laughs> Week two. Week two. Week two. I've been on this island all alone yeah. with my bare naked ladies cassette. No, it should be one week colon two. <laughs> two colons? Two colons. <laughs> one week, two colons. And a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> so the kids read about this rash of ship theft. Yeah. I'm not going to get to the logic question now, uh, but they read about it in the paper while <laughs> Shaggy is like, cool, sandwich time. Yeah, he's eating a sandwich. That's Which, he, I mean. want to do, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 on brand. Yeah. Also, it's the sick, like, what the hell would, what else are you going to do in life? You're, that, not, you're not on your iPad. Um, you're not, scr- no, you're not, not like cruising not like a, a Drake's playlist on Spotify. Are you justifying the fact that they're trying to solve mysteries or the fact that it's, that Shaggy's eating a sandwich. Both. Okay. Fair. Fair. <laughs> uh, so I uh, uh, I don't have a lot of background when it comes to uh, Scooby Doo. So how old are these people supposed to be? Are they teenagers? Yes. Yeah, they're in high school. Uh, they are uh, seventeen and eighteen. Uh, Velma is sixteen, younger oh. than the rest of the gang. Okay. All right. Skipped a grade, hanging out with the older kids. Yeah. Yeah. Why aren't they in school? <laughs> Do they ever show them in school? No, occasionally they'll be like at a at a dance or something with other okay. teenagers, and they appear to be social. Like there's not, it's not like they're a pariah mm-hmm. or you know those you know uh, 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 don't hang out with those kids. They don't go to class and spend <laughs> all their time in yeah. warehouses. Uh, you know, I mean, like they seem to be respectable members of the community. Driving around in a van together, they don't. Hmm. Man, would that be the dream? Oh, boy, you're telling me. I want a camper van really badly. Ooh, really? Yeah. Like, badly enough where you kind of, like, fantasy shop online looking Uh, at them? Badly enough to where I set up an appointment to go look at one (laughs) in a parking lot of a hotel. Whoa. And then uh, I went, and the guy (laughs) never showed up. how, How dare this van owner be unreliable? Part number one. Saying that you set up an appointment. Yeah. Starts it very officially. Sure. I set up an appointment. I called the dealership. Something yeah. like that. Part two of that story takes a very dramatic left turn. I don't, I don't understand what you're talking about. I set up an appointment. Oh, really? Yeah. No, you didn't. You just talked to a dude on Craigslist and said, hey, meet me in this parking lot. I want to look at your van. I don't see the distinction, but yes, that is what happened. Okay. All right. <laughs> Where did you van. find this thing? It was on Craigslist. You're 100% right. You're 100% right. It was a $800 uh, 1992 Ford Econo line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. I'm familiar. Uh, the back bench folds down into a queen-size bed. Whoa, buddy. Yeah, built-in television, four captain's chairs. Ooh, that's nice. Um, and then he never showed up, and I was, uh, uh, I'll be honest with you, I was heartbroken. Uh, former uh, guest of the show and friend of mine, uh, Doug Collins, uh, recently did the 
sleeper van renovation. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, like, he made his own, which, mm. uh, like, if you want to get lost in the YouTube rabbit hole, yeah, those sleeper vans, some of those people will just get nuts. I yeah. mean, you know, hardwood flooring and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, one of Lacey's cousins uh, now owns a van. And is renovating it so that she can sleep in it when she travels around. She 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 follows. She used to. I don't know. Does fish still tour? Uh, I don't know. I think I think they're like Kiss. They come back come like back. every three years. So yeah, she would she would follow Kiss or, the thirty fourth farewell tour. She would follow fish around, and she would probably follow Kiss around too if they were a thing. But I don't think she. <laughs> Those did. two don't usually go no. hand in hand. I'll be honest. <laughs> no, but she. she travels what are your a lot. two favorite bands? Fish and Kiss. Right. What? Mm. Yeah, those don't drive. <laughs> those don't drive. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very, I'm very jealous of her van. Yeah, I want her van. Hashtag van life. Van life. Uh, but yeah, bombing around. Well, growing up in New York, I gotta imagine that you had to drive a lot. There's not a lot. I mean, Albany, I'm not familiar with, um, but I'm yeah, assuming so I mean, that it's not a, a walk around uh, uh, busing uh, town. There, there are sections. So the downtown section, you can. You could live without a car if you worked and lived downtown mm. and be like living downtown Portland. Like you, you could. But you're a hip around. happening high school student. Sure, you're hanging yeah. out with your friends. Is that like a is that like a that seventy show style? Yeah, it's just a dri- driving around, driving driving around in a old Mercury Sable. Mm. That's what I had. Nice. Yeah. Not solving mysteries. I Not solving mysteries. What did you get up to in high school? Yeah. Um, I was just trying to be so cool. And it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a story uh, for all of us. I, yeah, uh, I, I would, I would go to parties. Uh, party house parties. House parties, woods parties, mostly. We drank in the woods a lot. Oh, is that like the bring the keg out to the middle of the woods yeah, style thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would never like talk to people aside from the people that I came with. So, okay. so would, you're not branching out. No, I would, I would be invited to parties. But I would never make the most of them. I was uh, mm. so so uh, yeah. So I, I I ended up getting drunk and eating a lot of snacks in high school. That's pretty <laughs> much what I, what I did. Hey, do you know Adam? No, who is he? Oh, he's the guy who's at the party eating all the snacks. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the that, guy who hangs out by the snack table in the woods. Also, how are the snacks getting into the woods? He's the guy that brought all those hostess pies to that party. <laughs> I'm picturing a coat with multiple that's, pockets situation. You're just pulling actually. hostess so out. We, we used to stop. Uh, so we used to uh, drink at the um, playground of the elementary school that we all went to. It was like this big wooden castle. In today's situation. political climate, that reads very differently. But yeah. when you were doing yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, there was no children there. It was right. at night. All of the children right. had, had left. <laughs> um, and then we before we would get there, we would stop at the mobile in the corner and we'd all load up on snacks. And I always had a sweet tooth. So it would be hostess pies and honey buns. <laughs> And I would just fill my late 90s cargo shorts with these things and then just walk on down to that <laughs> While listening to Limp Bizkit. <laughs> While listening to the Papa Roach, Limp Bizkit. Cut my life into pieces. Yeah. This is my last resort. Yeah. Suffocation, no breathing. Mm-hmm. Don't give a fuck if I stop while you're eating. What? what <laughs> I don't remember how it goes. If I cover your breathing. I th- what? Don't give a fuck if I cover your... I don't, I, actually, I don't know the I think lyrics. I always mumbled it. Yeah. Don't give a fuck if I'm in a meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Which also matches on to Green Days. I'm trying hard not to smile. Nope. Don't remember what it is. In my face. Right. As time ticks by, and still I try. Brains do? No. Yeah. Brains do. And then Jaded would have come after that. Right, right. He's an interesting 
uh, Billy Joe. Uh, Billy Joe. He's a, he's an interesting fella. He because he he sings with an accent, but he has no accent. When he's when he normal, he doesn't have a California accent. When he talks <laughs> right, but when he sings, he's kind of got the boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do I be an American idiot? Man, 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 Sings with an accent. Uh, he hi, an accent. he's the opposite of the Beatles. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Famously, the Beatles would sing with no British accent. I'm in the good old stage. Right, right. Yeah, he's an interesting fellow. Absolutely. So they break into this guy's apartment. Right. No, back to this. The okay. head of the shipping company. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who has a lurch-style manservant. Would you know? Yeah, he, he has a lurch-style manservant who never comes back into the show. Like he's not. He just shows up to be a misdirect because yeah. he shows up. He's in the apartment and he like creepily like hides behind yeah. a curtain. So I mean, really, we should feel very sorry for this man because he he's he's unfortunate looking and and because of his appearance, he is being he's being profiled and out of a job now. Out of a job. <sighs> Those snooping kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, I, <laughs> In an Arthur style situation, you have a manservant. You're a rich person. Yeah. You're a rich girl. A lot of singing this episode. A lot of singing. Yeah. Uh, you're a rich person. You have a manservant. Is it a bummer if you also can't make friends with that man? Like you hire a manservant. This person is presumably with you all the time, picking out your ties, feeding you your dinner, all this kind of shit. Like what happens if you're like so. Got any sage advice for me? No, I'm just serving you dinner. Like, yeah. is that a bummer? I feel like if I, if I were to to come into a lot of money and hire a manservant, yeah. I, I would not. Uh, I'd want to keep it very professional mm-hmm. because at some point you're probably going to have to discipline your employee. So you don't want to like scold your your buddy. <laughs> You can't. Yeah, this is like a this is like a parents thing. Like you can't be best friends with your right, kid. Yeah. You can't be best friends with your manservant. No, you you absolutely cannot. Right, right. You These have noodles aren't hot enough. <laughs> God damn it! All right, let's let's make let's make it even weirder. Okay, ready for this? Yeah. Would you while you because obviously you're auditioning manservants. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How much is attractiveness figuring into like because oh, this dude sure. looks like lurch right you know he's like a big ugly garrison keeler looking motherfucker yeah right are you <laughs> like is that playing into garrison. your garrison keeler is one of the ugliest men <laughs> right in public radio which is saying something but also in in just broadcasting I my think. mother always said i had a face for radio today is <laughs> the December. sleepiest sounding dude in america 31st and uh, if you combined him with Casey Kasem you would have a normal yeah. amount of energy and a sure. voice coming up so, on the next top 20 is done on the <laughs> I feel like so if if you were going to hire a manservant yes mm-hmm. uh looks are a factor cuz you you don't want some you don't want some uggo walking around cuz this with person you. is representing you he's represent you have a brand yeah. That you have to represent now. Yeah. But you also don't want someone who's more attractive than you are. You don't want him announcing you showing up to the meeting and they think he's you. They're like, this guy's oh, great yeah, looking. And then you come in and you're a disappointment. Yeah. Look at this f- fucking schlub. <laughs> <laughs> I got to meet somebody who was rich enough to have a manservant. Uh, this dude, stupid rich, right? Mm. And uh, I got to say, he looked like a schlub. And I was kind of like, you have the money, man. Like, 
put a little bit of effort in. Yeah, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know if I would put in any effort if I had enough money to hire a manservant. But also, I probably wouldn't go out. That's no, the end of going no. out. I, I barely leave the house as it is. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So give me more money. I'm never leaving. <laughs> give me some money. <laughs> I would be, I, I, I keep thinking about it though, like being stupid rich, mm-hmm. like stupid rich where you don't even worry about it, right? Yeah. All those fucking people are doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like step one, I'm going to space. Stop me. Literally, That's I'm a buying a rocket. I'm going to space. I'm just hanging out there. So before like buying an annuity that I'm like sure that your investment is protected for the rest of your life, you're going to space. Dude, I'm stupid rich. I don't yeah. have to worry about that okay. shit. Okay. I'm literally calling up Richard Branson. I have enough <laughs> money to get his phone number. Yeah, he'll take your call. I'm calling okay. him up and I'm being like, Dick. You're talking I, Branson money? I'm talking Branson money. Damn. Virgin baby. <laughs> Hot damn. How do I get to space? I got a ship going next yeah. week. Yeah. Great. That's step one. That's not, I'm not stopping there. Step two, I'm buying up storefronts in a downtown and I'm setting up a pop-up amusement park. Stop me. Stop me. No admission fee. I'm stupid rich. Mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want. And I'm making an amusement park in the middle of a downtown for fun. Yeah. Why not? You walk into a storefront. You telling me that if you got into like a cart and like it started moving and like weird characters start popping up, singing songs, you're not going to be like, this is really cool. Who put this up? So I, I feel like if I were stupid rich. We're talking stupid money. Like stupid money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would make sure that I was completely taken care of and then I would hide that from fucking everybody. I would buy a house that would seem a little bit out of stretch, out of my range, but like not completely. And I'd buy like a nice car and then I would just like never, never work again and never do anything. Because if you start flying into space, you're going to get a lot of people coming to you and saying, you know what? I need help. Give me some money, Nick. Give me some of that. I'm going to tell them I hit the curve. But also, here's the other side of it. I feel like I'm not, I'd set up like a Batman for myself. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I wouldn't be out there being Nick. Okay. Like this is like, like it's not my face on this amusement park ride being like, have fun. Like it's like, I'd, I'd, I'd invent a brand. Mm. I'd have an alter ego. So, so the headlines. Reclusive millionaire Ted Frittata face. Mystery man goes to moon. Yeah, dude. Yeah, wow. dude. Okay. No, no. All right. I'm behind that then. International yeah. man of mystery. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Yeah. In my fantasy. What would your alter ego's name be? Dave. <laughs> One word. Just Dave. People constantly confuse yeah. me with the movie. <laughs> You're going to copyright it too so there can be no more children. <laughs> no more Daves. Dave. David? Fine. Fine. No Daves. <laughs> If you call your kid Dave, yeah. you owe me 25 cents every time. If you call him Davey, you owe me 12 cents. <laughs> it's close. I'm taking down that Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Yeah. yeah. Why wasn't it Pirates of the Caribbean? Why did we as a nation decide to say Caribbean on that one? That one? We're going to pronounce it this way. Uh, I, I get upset with uh, the way Americans produ- pr- pronounce, produce and pronounce things Okay. in general. So there was a... Um, You're a big meat is murder, dude. There, um, no, <laughs> Morrissey. Huge into Morrissey. We had, we had a Winter Olympics. We have a, one coming up, but uh, there was one uh, a, a few years back um, that was Several, in, a, I think. in an Italian city. Okay. It was the Torino Olympics. Okay. okay. 
Do you know what the Italians call that city? What? Turin. <laughs> we made that city sound more Italian than the actual way the Italians pronounce that city. <laughs> hey, where do you live? Turin. Great. Uh, Torino. <laughs> We're going to Torino. Uh, it's pronounced Turin. Torino. Torino. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, can I have some yeah. of that spaghetti? <laughs> No, I, 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 like I understand, you know, different languages, different pronunciations, but uh, we—it's—it's it's a name. It's not like the United States of America are three, four, Great. four words. Are you counting the the? <laughs> United Five words. States of America. Let's just say four. United States of America. The the is a little pretentious. These are all words that have, aside from America, have translatable words to other. Because it, it, it's talking about a an infrastructure, right? Right. So, like Los Estados Unidos, that makes sense to me. I get that because okay. it's the United States in Spanish. But to call España Spain because we like the way it sounds better, go fuck off. Uh, Germany, yeah, they call it Deutschland. Deutschland in French, Allemand. That's what they call Germany. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Three completely different words. And they're right next to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think that they'd be able yeah, to get in on, like that. on the same Well, page. the other thing is that Germany as Germany hasn't it is a very new concept. True. Yeah. It was Bavaria yeah. and the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I don't want to go into all this again. No, I, but uh, we could talk Autobahn Bismarck <laughs> for until the cows come home, but we won't. Franz Ferdinand. Franz Ferdinand, assassination. Crown Prince. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you remember the name of that show? What was it? Exo Squad. Exo Squad. Exo Squad. Um, (laughs) Hugs and Kisses Squad. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it was EXO, EXO, like Exoskeletons. Oh, Um, EXO. Yeah, so all the humans were uh, could get into these giant EXO suits and then fight whoever. Hey, they're giant robots. I'm in. Needed fighting. Were there people mutating in it? And did they have batteries that would run out in these things? I'm not sure about the batteries. So, but there was uh, the the reason why I remember liking it so much as a kid is there was two classes of humans. There was Homo sapiens and then Homo something else, which was a genetically engineered human that could only be developed in a laboratory in broods, and they had marks on their heads that would <laughs> determine what class of person they were. And then there was an uprising, and then it was humans against these people. And it seems really interesting, but it's un- it's unwatchable. Don't guys, don't watch it. I might watch it. <laughs> Try it. It's it's the the it needs a reboot. I think is what it is. Oh, yeah. you heading that up? Reboot. Sure. I'm gonna reboot. Reboot. Can't draw. Reboot's coming back, guys. We rebooted it. It's gonna be a bunch of stick figures <laughs> made with colored pencils on computer paper. <laughs> with you doing a racist voiceover. Yeah. Oh, we need exoskeleton. (laughs) (laughs) The reviews are in. No, I'll only use a European accent. So just be a bunch of Irish dudes and Scottish dudes. (laughs) We know how much you love being Irish. Mm. I do love it. (laughs) Full full, yeah, full disclosure. I am drinking Guinness right now. So um, yeah, there's that. Oh, perfect. Uh, So they uh, come up with a brilliant plan after breaking into this dude's apartment to say, hey, we've heard you're having some trouble. We're going to solve it. Now, we said, spoiler alert, he is the bad guy. Yeah, he's the bad guy. He's made up this story about his family mm-hmm. uh, taking down Redbeard years ago. Did we what? say that it was the ghost of Redbeard, Redbeard that was stealing the ships? I don't know if we've said that. Also, 
Who comes up with ghost in that? The, what, like, why was that first sea captain looking through his binoculars, mm-hmm. sees a dude on a ship with a beard and says, that's a ghost. That's not a fucking ghost. That's a dude. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a dude. He just ratted up his ship a bit. He watched he watched the Blair Witch Project the night before, and all of a sudden he's just like, everything is Everything's a ghost. A ghost. A ghost. Goddamn ghost. What do you think ghosts look like? <laughs> That's, I mean, that's what everybody needs to ask themselves at least once in their life. What do you think ghosts look like? <laughs> There's also something so funny to me about the plot of this show being like, there is a, the, the, there is a class of people, yeah. usually adults, mm-hmm. who believe that ghosts exist. That's true. Or monsters exist. Like, it, it's kind of funny how quickly everybody in this universe, but these four teenagers and a dog... We'll be like, goddamn werewolf. Yeah. It's a goddamn werewolf. So let's go back to this man's plan. So his plan was he's in financial ruin or will be, um, and he is stealing his own ships so that he can then sell the cargo or use the insurance money. We're not. One, yeah, we're not sure. We're not, we're not clear. But he does have some end game, yeah. presumably. But there, there's an end game. It, it, there's, it's financially beneficial for him to do this. Supposedly. He's not doing and it for he, fun. This he, is not a hobby. And he goes, he, he immediately goes, ghost pirate. Like, that's where he goes. Ghost pirate. <laughs> that's his first. Well, I mean, you know, he's in the shipping business. What's on the water? Pirates. How do I scare people? Ghosts. Ghosts. Right. That's my point. There's. He could have just been a pirate. Like, he there, could have just stolen the ship. There are, there are real pirates out there. <laughs> like, that's a thing. Dude, ghosts exist. Pirates don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in pirates. I don't believe in pirates. I don't believe in pirates. <laughs> Uh, so I go, do believe in pirates. I do believe in pirates. So, and and then honestly, he's a terrible businessman because if he wanted to save money, you know what? Don't set up that rig that makes that that um, sword float through the air. Don't spend he, the money on that. Also, sell tickets to your goddamn amazingly made ghost ship. You're you're confusing the coast guard. The coast guard thinks you're a ghost. <laughs> a twelve year old is also going to think you're a ghost, and, and parents their are parents gonna say, are going to yeah. shell out some dough. Exactly. Why? Yeah. Every time. Missing an opportunity. Every time these guys could market these amazing skills mm. that they have, and instead they go into a life of crime. And that's what we're here to talk about today. At-risk, brilliant teenagers. Yeah. Don't turn to a life of crime. Don't turn. Don't do it. Go, make it an amusement park. Also, he hired two... Uggos. <laughs> two uggos. We, we established that at the end they pull the mask off of him. Yeah. And the guy goes, who are these other dudes? Nah, I don't no, know. No, no. Oh, it's dude. just two guys. So they have no masks on. So did they think that they were in some sort of attraction? Did, was, it, was that how it was? I'm assuming they were career criminals. Oh, they're like, I need two guys to dress up as pirates and do my bidding. Henchmen for hire. Henchmen for hire. Yeah. They're thugs. The thugs. Yeah. They're, they're like a, like a, a low-level odd job. Would that be a, under the gigs section in Craigslist? Yep. Thuggery. <laughs> Thuggery. Skills. Skills needed. Thuggery. Thuggery. <laughs> Intimidation. Yeah. Do you walk with a limp? If, Plus. Do you have a handlebar mustache that could could be uh, that could be useful? Do you get confused when you hear my voice but see a shadow completely <laughs> different? It is yeah. also canon that Shaggy has this skill set of of uh, being a Michael Winslow. Like he, oh, he can make sound effects and stuff? Oh, yeah, and yeah. imitate voices and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's alarming every time he does it. Yeah. 
Because he doesn't appear to have any skills aside from making sandwiches. So when he pulls out a skill, like he doesn't he doesn't present himself as a skilled individual. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So when he pulls out a skill, it's always like, where the hell did this come from? Yeah. Did they establish that he's super high? Like, I'm sure you've talked about this before. Like, is it? I'm on team no drug use. Not in my personal life, just in Scooby-Doo. <laughs> okay. So you think he's just a space case that yeah. is not high? Well, I think that he's a... Uh, I, I, yeah, I think because because also that to me is more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like the easy way out is to be like, "Hey, they smoke dope, so you know they're hungry." Isn't it more cartoony and more fun world to live in if he he can just be that dumb? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he is a teenager, and we all know that teenagers are fucking stupid. Look, yeah. and I'm not saying that he doesn't occasionally smoke weed. Can I that's swear on this fine. podcast? I've been swearing often. Fuck the, no, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, teenagers are dumb. So sure. I get that. He's an exceptionally dumb teenager if he's not not high. But what motivation does he have to not be dumb? Did you see anything in his reality mm-hmm. where he's being dumb that didn't work out for him? No, what that, what that causes that change in behavior? Why would he be smarter? Everything's fine. He falls off a ship and he's in a tub, buddy. Yeah. He's good to go. <laughs> he he makes, doesn't have to be smarter. He makes soup out of a chain and um, soap and fireplace ash and eats it and is fine. And also gets an escape plan. Blow those bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, <laughs> do you want to talk about Yeah, the let's talk about this. That they, the, the ghost of Redbeard makes, them, uh, makes Shaggy and Scooby make him soup. If you don't have anything to add to this, whatever the hell is going on, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll throw you off the boat. We can cook. Cook me a good meal then. Yes. You're, you're you're not sticking to the brand of ghostery. You're yeah. dead. You don't need to eat. So they they make him a soup, mm-hmm. and they make it out of a piece of a length of chain, yep. a bar of soap, yep. some ash from a fireplace. Yes. I don't even think there's any water in it. Uh, will it appear there's <laughs> like no liquid? They melt the soap and that's the liquid. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's real thick. It's like a chowder. It's, it's a, like a bisque. Chowder. It's, it's a, a bisque. Soap um, bisque. And, and then and then they bring it to him. Uh, Redbeard, the ghost of Redbeard. Yes. They Thank you it, for clarifying. And uh, they they try to give it to him, and he says, "No, you eat it." Which is just like that's the cruelest thing in this episode is that he, like they make, make him sound so catty. Yeah. You eat <laughs> it. No, you eat it. I'm not eating. I'm not eating. Get out of here. (laughs) And then they eat it, and they don't immediately double over with stomach pains. They they, eat a lot. Because they've ripped open their their esophagus with that chain that they just swallowed. It was boiled in the soap, dude. Oh. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Softens it. And then they burp. High iron content. They burp bubbles because there's soap in it. (laughs) And that's their escape. They burn so many bubbles. So many bubbles. You know how bubbles uh, cloud your vision? Yeah. Yeah, we all know it's that. Because he's got all those little like rainbowy things uh-huh. in front of him. And then uh, and then they just run out of the room. Which, yeah, yeah. Which why isn't the door locked? Also, why couldn't they have just done that in the first place? Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm keeping you here. I'm walking away. Okay, this door is unlocked. <laughs> do, do we want to talk about uh, Fred's MacGyver moment with the key? He's got oh. 36 straws in his pocket. Yeah. 
And Go. bitch ain't one, but no. He's got uh, 36 straws in his pocket and he's got gum. Yeah. Like any teenager, I'm sure. Right. So he strings the straws together and puts the gum on the end so that he can stick the key that's on the other side of the room. Yeah. But they decided that he was not going to, it was not going to work out for him at one time. So he's just like, oh, I have to add another straw, <laughs> creating drama, creating tension, which is great. It's what you want in a story with a plot. You want to create tension. I get it. So then, he Yeah, co- not the cheese, the keys. Right, right. So then he puts the other straw on, and guess what? He just does it. <laughs> he nails it. He was just off by one. That was it. <laughs> like that was, Tension immediately gone. Wait. What's your preference of Ben? He adds one. Still not long enough. Adds another, still not long enough. Adds another, long enough. <laughs> it's, it's just have be. that prolonged expectation. Yeah. Just are they going to get the key? Are they not going to get the key? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to. I want to be on the edge of my seat. I was not on the edge of my seat. There's no seat edging. No. In any of this. No. <laughs> Most of because the other thing is that they they seem to move through everything with a happy go luckiness. Like they they presumably could be murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know what the stakes of this ghost pirate are. You know what? Somehow, supernaturality might be real, maybe. And what happens if they go to put their hand, they go to, like, hit, get this ghost, and it goes right through them, and they're like, oh, shit, ghosts are real. Oops. Like, now we're up shit's Creek without a paddle. So, let's let's jump back a minute. So, Mag- Magnus? We're jumping. Magnus, right? That's his yep. name? C.L. Magnus CL, the third. CL I CL Magnus the third. Um, he's stealing his own stuff. It's in the paper that his, his ships are being... Stolen. Yeah, do you think he's bummed by that? He's like, I'm trying to run a thing here. Can you not talk about it? So the the gang reads the paper. Yep. And then they just show up at his house. They break into his house. Break in. They pretend to be room service. Every right under the stand your ground rules to murder all of those (laughs) teens. He has a henchman who we already established looks like Lurch. just, Just kill him. Just kill them immediately and then you're good. Lurch turns, Lurch is kind of nice though. I like Lurch. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why I felt a need to defend him. He's not—he's barely in the episode. He's he barely. creeps behind a curtain. Yeah, why? What? What is my affiliation with this guy? I like to watch. <laughs> Pierce the curtain. I like to watch you tell made-up <laughs> stories to a bunch of teenagers yeah. who just broke into your house right. to help you yeah. with your shipping magnate problems. Hey, Magnus the magnate. Oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, he he could have solved it in the first scene. Yeah, he could have been like, "Don't help me." Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you kids, go away. Yeah, I mean... Oh, we're going to get in a boat and we're going to put a foghorn on it. Oops, that didn't work out. Unless these are all some sort of fever dream. Like one of those kids is actually really sick and they're reading the paper. And they're like, you know what? I solved that mystery in my head with all my friends. (laughs) Are you going for like a St. Elsewhere situation? (laughs) They're all in a snow globe. Once again, uh, one of my favorite pop culture things of all time is the flow chart, which shows that... All TV takes place in the head of the kid from St. Elsewhere. Oh, is that right? Oh, I've yeah. Seen that. So St. Elsewhere, uh, much like the Bob Newhart show, ends with the kid in the show has been dreaming it the whole time. Right. The second season of, or not the second season, the second Bob Newhart show, he wakes up oh. at the end, yeah. and it's the beginning of the first Bob Newhart show. Right. Uh, so there's a flow chart which shows all the connections because it's you know it's stuff like. Magnum PI crosses over with such and such, you know, or yeah. like uh, uh, the uh, TV show exists within this TV show. So there's this giant crossover chart, which 
all goes back to the head of the kid from St. Elsewhere. Oh, that's great. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. That's fantastic. It's fun because it's huge. Oh, I'm sure. And so like you can just kind of get lost in like just sections of it. Mm. Just being like, oh, Batman the Animated Series? How <laughs> far do I got to go to get into Doctor Who? Let's do this, you know? I mean, it's it's insane. Yeah, so that's, I, I think it's a St. Elsewhere situation. You think that those. one of these teenagers is dreaming? Honestly, who is the uh, reluctant hero uh, that... that inadvertently solves all the problems. It's got to be Shaggy. Shaggy's got to be laid up in a hospital bed somewhere. Uh, dreaming that his dog talks? Dreaming that his dog talks. <laughs> uh, dealing, he's, he's dealing with some sort of trauma, and he's reading the paper, and in his head, he's solving all of these crimes. Is that like the Inception thing, right? Like, there has to be one thing that lets you know that you're dreaming, yeah. right? And, like, the dog talking is oh, his. Okay. He's like, I'm in a dream. The dog talks. Yeah. Yeah. But I never want to leave this dream. Yeah. Because, honestly... Welcome what, to Fantasy Island. In what world... Would those kids hang out with Shaggy? Like they're not—they're not in the same clique. No, not in the same clique at all. You're going for a, a classist, uh, a, yeah. a almost Marxist analysis. Fred, uh, Fred is a as a as a, pr- a pretty boy, blonde, preppy guy, who, skilled, and but and, he painted that van. I mean, he's always driving that van. I'm assuming good, it's him. Good he with put those airbrush. flowers. It's good with an airbrush. There's one thing I always yeah. say about Fred. He's good yeah. with an airbrush. Yeah, I went down to the, the continuing education center, the, the adult, <laughs> adult education center. Learn how to airbrush. All right. Yeah. He's Obviously. doing some state fairs. Yeah, he's doing state fairs. He's doing t-shirts, hubcaps, mirrors. Doing you want all. a unicorn on the side of your van? Yeah. He's got you. He's got you. And then uh, uh, who's the, who the redhead is? The redhead is Daphne. Daphne. Are they together? Do we know this? Uh Throughout various iterations, it is either hinted at or explicitly said that they are a power couple. So we got a pretty boy and his pretty girlfriend. Yep. And then some nerdy girl. Younger. Younger. Yep. She's hanging out with the older kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're all like, fine. So this is from a foundation. This is from, I hesitate to say stolen, but basically stolen from another show. Okay. That was on in the 50s and 60s uh, called The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis. Oh, I've heard of this, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the protagonist of the show is a blonde pretty boy mm-hmm. who's uh, constantly having girl trouble. Oh, yeah, of course. And his uh, his sidekick, uh, his number, his Riker, if you will, okay. is, a char- is a hippie character played by Gilligan, mm-hmm. whose real name I am not going to remember right now oh. and not try. Uh, but he's basically the foundation for Shaggy. So he's a blonde pretty boy hanging out with a hippie dude. And so that, that was the basis for this. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the inspirations. So that's where, that's where that relationship comes from. But I get it. Like why? Well, I mean, you know, you're hanging out with some other people from the other side of the tracks, right? Yeah, sure. You know? Like me personally? Are you saying like I'm hanging out with people from the other side of the tracks? Yeah. Let's get into it. How racist are you? <laughs> well. <laughs> Classist, racist. Uh, let's just go through all of it. I am personally not racist. At least I like to think I'm not. God, but, it uh, always starts that way, right? Uh, I, my, I'm uh, not racist, but. Um, <laughs> but my family is terribly racist. No. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not racist, but I play one on TV. <laughs> my my uh, my family uh, was a, a very particular type of, of racist. My, my, my dad's side, the Irish Catholic side of the family, is a very particular racist where they were racist. Oh, Connor. Where they were racist against everyone who was not Irish and Catholics. You had to be both. If you weren't either or... Double threat. Yeah. But if, if you were Irish and you weren't Catholic, they still didn't like you. And if you were Catholic and not Irish, they no. That's a big thing 
the Protestants and the Catholics oh, in sure, Ireland. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think that Bono sang about it. Probably. <laughs> Sunday, Blaze Sunday. Yep. Beautiful day. <laughs> it's a beautiful day. About Ele- elevation. Definitely about yeah, the Protestants and the Catholic yeah. vertigo. Yeah. I feel like the entire album of Rattle and Hum was about the Troubles. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, famously in the movie, Adam Clayton uh, says, uh, some people say that you shouldn't match uh, politics and music or religion and music. And that's just bullshit. <laughs> I don't think he says shite, but yeah. that was my version. Yeah. Um, Adam Clayton. So that's how racist I am. Does that answer your question? <laughs> yep, great. So uh, the thing that you pointed out that I uh, I piggybacked on and enjoyed, uh, they they don't do a lot of solving. No, they basically just thrust their their version of investigating is just thrusting themselves into the middle of something, mm-hmm. and it kind of resolves itself around them. Right. Yeah. They basically just get themselves into a situation where they're going to fuck up someone's plan to the point where they'll, like, something has to give. Something Hi, to give. we are human roadblocks. Yeah, basically. That's what they're doing. Mm. How'd they learn to drive a boat like they're teenagers? Not it was right. not. It was a little Evan Root engine. It's operate not. Operate an air horn. Turn this thing on. on. Yeah. Well, the air horn. See, that was the other thing. It was the, it was the tape recorder setup that I was a little... <laughs> I was a little bit just like, did they steal this from the high school AV department? Like, Must where have. does yeah. most of their like gadgetry? Where is that coming from? I was thinking about this the other day, like how hard it used to be to just get stuff. Like before the days of Amazon and the internet mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Like the idea that like I don't even know what I need to make this happen. Like I can't research. Yeah. An AV setup. Like, I have to go to Radio Shack and hope to God something comes to me. Yeah, I um, used to make movies when I was a, a, a young a young lad. I'm not sure if that's a humble brag or not, but I'm just going to humble they, brag just in case. They were not. It's not a humble brag because they were not good. Home movies. The home movies. So I'd use the VHS camcorder where you'd actually put the huge tape in the back. And then the way held I would, it over your shoulder. Yeah, I held it over my shoulder. I loved that. And then the way you, I would edit it was the the best way I could think to do it is I had two VCRs and mm-hmm. I'd hook them up together and I would play one and have the other one record and pause and then I would play it and then I would hit hit pause and record and I'd stop it and I get to the other thing and it would take forever to edit anything. Sure. And I'm sure there's an easier way. I'm sure, there was an easier way at that time. I doubt it. I don't know. Not not on a not on a kids budget. No, no, like this. I, I was like able you're to, not renting an Avid machine. I was able to do this with a 15 cent cord from Radio Shack. Great. And the fact that Radio Shack is no longer a thing is actually pretty sad to me. I feel like it was the DIY heaven. Yeah, that was yeah. the place where you were going just to see what shit you could sure. come up with. Yeah, yeah. So we used to edit all these videos together, and uh, yeah, it was always all because of Radio Shack. And all of it felt tactile right like you had to buy that cord you had to Mm. figure out where that cord's plugging into that vcr like now everything is digital so everything happens let's call it 95 percent on the phone sure like barely even computers anymore my uh um point of pride was when i would be able to go into radio shack and the man would come up and say can i help you find anything and i say no no i'm just looking for a coaxial i know exactly what i'm looking for (laughs) 
Like, go fuck yourself, dude. I know what I'm doing. Uh, I got this. I'm 13. <laughs> I know the core. I don't know why that was the perfect age. I'm 13. I know where the core is. I am is. 13, sir. <laughs> I am one year away from being able to buy parental advisory albums with no parent. When I'm done here, I'm going across the hall to Spencer's Gift, and I'm stealing a yin-yang bracelet. bracelet. That's what I'm doing. Shoplifting. (laughs) Spencer's. I am going into uh, uh, Suncoast Video, (laughs) and I'm going to stare at that $125 alien statue Yep. and imagine the day that I get to own that. Someday when I get money, I'm going to own that. Own that figurine. I'm going to own that statue. And I'm going to remember when I was making movies on two VHSs. Two VHSs. Dead technology. Um, Is there any? Do you think there's no reason for VHS to come back? Right? It's not going to have a vinyl heyday. No, it doesn't have it. There's like no quality to like. No. I mean, Betamax had sixty more lines of resolution. Of course, we all know this. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) No, I actually have a um, a Betamax player. (laughs) I I watch all my movies on Betamax. (laughs) Actually, I have four of them. I buy Blu-rays and then I send them to a dude who converts them to <laughs> Betamax and then sends it back. And they don't have the same capacity, so it, like a two-hour movie is like two two tapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not. You can't tape only, baby. Yeah, yeah tape only. Uh, <laughs> but you have. I have. Uh, I have a bunch of cassettes. Mm-hmm. So uh, I recently moved here with my wife, but we we moved uh, w- last year into an apartment. I sold my house, moved to an apartment, and then we moved here to Portland. You owned a house. Owned a house, yeah. God, that's terrifying. I was, a, I was a landlord. Lord of the land. All right. Didn't know you were that douchey. Let's no, move on as quickly as possible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Did you get a lot of... Co- you, you were bad at it? Oh, it's so bad at being a landlord. Fixing things and shit? Uh, not even that. It's just Are you like, a handyman? Uh, I'm handy enough to get in trouble. Like I'll, I'll No, that's called handsy. handsy. I'm talking about handy. Handsy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know enough to like think that I can fix something that I have no right to try and fix. And sure. Then I'll try to fix it and I'll make it worse. Do you YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that. is, makes it way worse. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I was the type of landlord who, um, um, tenant would come down and say like, uh, rent's going to be a couple days late. And I'd be like, yeah, all right, sure. Mm. And then like, it's like the 15th of the month and I'm like ringing the doorbell. Like, hey, hey. Uh, I need to pay the mortgage. Like, do you have the rent? He's like, oh, sure, I'll get it to you. Okay, just, you know, whenever. No, it's a terrible landlord. I, oh, I'll never do it again. I, I just don't like being responsible for someone else's living situation. Yeah, and you, you gotta, you gotta, you, you have, you can't be best friends with them. No. And no, you want to no. be liked. I was, you know, and I was like, uh, I was 26 when I bought the house. What the fuck? Yeah. So I was like. What? Yeah. Was, you were a child. I was a child. Yes, I was an absolute child. Owning property and renting to adults who were like, hey, there's an issue. I'd be like, don't worry. I'll get it. Guess what? I didn't get you it. You didn't I, get it. I didn't get it. No. No. Like 26, 26 no. now, or probably when you were 26, is like 14 years old in the 1950s. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes, Arrested Development is a thing. Like, it's also a TV show. It's great. But, uh, like, like th- I think back to my 20s now and, like, how much of a fucking like, idiot. Idiot. Just an idiot. Such an idiot. All the time. And, I mean, I, I'd like to think I'm getting moderately better. Like, it is insane the small progress that I've made. Yeah. I do laundry more frequently now. I call that a win. Oh, boy. Well, uh, 
we bought our own uh, washer and dryer when we got here, and I, I, I was it was like one of the most exciting purchases. <laughs> Because we we had to use a laundromat for an entire year, and I was like, oh, my God. Domesticity, baby. Oh, I don't have to leave the house to get clean underwear. This is amazing. I will say, though, uh, when I did use a laundry, uh, I did the drop-off. Oh, you did the drop-off? And that was great. That seems Because they folded. Yeah, that seems, like, really indulgent. Like, here, plebe, clean my clothes. Do you want to know the worst part? What's that? They were Vietnamese. <laughs> Like I was literally walking into a place where they are speaking broken English mm. and like like had an accent. I'm like weighing it on the thing. They gave me a free laundry bag because Ooh. they didn't want to deal with my hamper anymore. That's nice. So I would roll in with the laundry <laughs> bag they gave me. I still have that laundry bag. Don't go there anymore. I have laundry in here. But still, like like it was the most indulgent in yeah. so many ways. It was fantastic. Uh, check out uh, uh, Union Station Wash and Fold. Ooh. Uh, it's great. Uh, it's Mr. A, it's uh, plug, Tran, he's great. Joe Tran, I think is his name. <laughs> oh, I remember. So we, we've moved a lot recently, and I have okay. four or five cassettes. That, that's where this started? That's where this started. That are unlabeled, and I have no idea what they are. But so, you don't have a cassette player? I do not have a cassette player. And <clears throat> I do, like, I, I've gone to thrift stores and, and like, garage sales, and uh, garage sales are a bust. People usually just throw that shit out. Because it's usually broken. If it's it works, broken. Well, I'm not making any money off of this. Thrift store, it's usually, like, those rack tape players that were for, like, an old stereo, where you have, like, the amplifier and the tape rack. Something like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. And uh, th- they want like twenty five bucks. <laughs> that for works it. great on a podcast, by the way. Oh, sure, oh, that yeah. thing, that thing in the corner that you yeah, can't over see? there. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's that exactly. thing. Uh, and they want like twenty five dollars for it at like Goodwill, and I don't want to spend twenty five dollars just to find out what's on those cassettes. Just to find out what's on those cassettes. So just have them, and if I ever find like one of those, you know, just single speaker things that you, you know what, it's twenty, it's going to be twenty eighteen by the time people hear this. Yeah, I'm. I'm changing up the rules of this okay. podcast. Typically, I didn't know there were rules. Did have I broken any rules? Nope. So there's far? only okay. one rule. Okay, and it's that you cannot look stuff up. Okay, but this is too much fun for me. Sure, I am going to look up on the internet how much a Sony Walkman costs. Oh, how much can Ooh. you get away Let's with? Take a bet. Let's take a bet. Paying. Oh yeah. Do you want to? I think I have. Let me look how much money I got. <laughs> I have. I got I got some some dollars I think. All right, I have <clears throat> I have two dollars. Right, I can do two dollars. I can do All right. two dollars. All right, do two bucks. Do an over under. Are, yeah. Do you want to do or closest? Closest or closest with uh, prices right rules or over under? Uh, yeah. So uh, closest without going. No, let's just do closest. Okay, closest. So you can go over, but just closest. I'm gonna say. Um, The best. Can I just say really quickly? I almost said uh, we need to make sure it's used. Nobody's making a new Sony (laughs) Walkman. Sony Um, is not like we got to keep pumping these things out. I I I feel like we have to exclude eBay auctions because it's it'll say a penny. Okay. All right. So that's something that says a a purchase price. Okay. So we're looking. So yeah, someplace that's not a bidding situation. Right. I'm gonna say you can get one. Right now, seven ninety nine. I'm gonna say seven ninety nine. I'm gonna go ten dollars. Okay, I'm all right. $10. Here we go. So <laughs> I'm looking up Sony Walkman. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit enter, and then I'm just gonna go to shopping. Okay. Well, this Whoa. is not working out for me. Oh my god. 
okay. There's there's okay. one. <laughs> 490. Also, I like that they branded an MP3 player as the Walkman. <laughs> like the Walkman legacy yeah. needs to live sure. on. So uh, some of these are a hundred dollars, guys. A hundred dollars. Well, this one's two grand almost, or eleven hundred. Twelve hundred bucks. Oh my god. For a hundred and twenty-eight gigabytes. Gig that's gigabytes. <laughs> What the hell? Oh my god! Uh, I think four ninety is that. Well, that's eBay. We said well, no eBay. It, it, I don't think we're getting one off of eBay. No. Oh, this one is a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy cosplay. Oh, okay. Uh, if you want the actual Sony Walkman, uh, oh, here's a good one. Eleven ninety nine for store eBay again. I don't think we're getting one off of eBay. Sony Walkman cassette player, $170. What the hell? See, this is what I'm talking about. 350 So they're, cra- they're crazy. Uh, I'm not going to spend that much money to find out what's on those tapes. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can get behind you. I can support your decision. Yeah. Uh, just living in mystery. Yeah. It could be anything. What if it's just a recording of your mom telling you that she loves you for 45 minutes? Oh, I'm never going to find that. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, so who won this? I don't know. Because there was a 490, but it wasn't but eBay. eBay. I think we call it, I think it's a wash. I think it's a wash. Keep your $2. Wash. You keep, keep your $2. I keep my $2. I'll make you, you keep your $2. No, you keep yours. I'll keep my 2 oh, You keep God your $2. Fuck. I'll keep it. So th- those cassettes could have anything on them from... Like mixtapes, which would be interesting to hear. That you made or somebody made for you? I don't know. I don't, Ooh. I don't know. Or what I think it's more likely, I think they're demos from my old uh, Tascam four-track recorder from when yep. I was uh, in a band when I was a freshman in college. So it's going to be awful, just goddamn terrible. I wonder whatever happened to mine. I know I had one of those, and I know I recorded my like fake... Steve Vai prog rocky <laughs> bullshit on him. Uh, yeah, I I I super interested to know what's on there. Damn, I'm really interested. I don't even know if it was a four track. I don't know if I can actually play it on a regular. Well, it's a recorder. cassette tape. Yeah, but so it rec- only recorded on one side because it used both sides of the tape to get the to get all four tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't even know if I can play it. I might have to buy a Tascam four-track recorder just to find out what's happening. All right. Let's look at right, that. Let's go, Not even. I'm still on the shopping tab. I'm still on the shopping yeah. tab. Tascam four hyphen track. Boy, that cassette. Was, that was like the best gift anybody ever got me. I, I spelled cassette wrong. I wore that fucking thing out. 235 oh, oh 200 you can get one for 200 i feel like it was only like 35 bucks back in the day it is very oh that's the exact wait, one can we talk about this really quick this one for 350 very clean, very clean. unit you very know what clean. the thing about it those yeah. things always got dirty <laughs> i'm glad that that one is very clean no, that, that that the tascam Porta Studio 414 is the actual one that I had. Yeah, I had that, that one was, as well. That was the one I had. Uh, that pitch knob always gave me some issues, oh, though. Sure. That thing. Yeah. Ugh, it was not a perfect system. No, it was not. Yeah. Uh, everything came out lower when I put it into another cassette. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I had that knob set. Anyways, <clears throat> so. 
Where were we? What are we talking about? Scooby Doo. Well, ish. Sure. Uh, we, so we've kind of gone through it. What? What? Where did the rage come in? You started. You started hot and heavy. Came yeah. in. You were like, yeah. it was bad. I'm yeah. not binge watching it. Yeah. I mean, um, it's harmless. It Where's is, your rage coming from? How can you muster that much emotion? Here's, here's where my rage came it c- comes from. So, there there is probably dozens of people that were involved in the production of that one particular episode. If not more, yeah. If not more. And no one was like we should maybe rethink this plot. Like let's let's like put some effort into this. I there was no effort put into it at all. Well, that's what but, makes me mad. But but that's also secondary to uh shark gags and uh, oh, uh sure. Plungers on the butts. I mean, that's what we got to get to. That's the good stuff. Yeah, guys, there are butt plungers in this. <laughs> butt plunger. Yeah, I, I guess uh, mediocre art. I don't know. if Can you call Scooby-Doo art? I guess. Somebody does. Sure. Why not? Mediocre art upsets me. And like it, it's not when someone tries and doesn't quite make the mark. It's when everyone is capable of doing something Better and they choose not to. And that's what I felt. And that's Campbell's why I, soup can. Right. Hate Andy Warhol. Hate it. <laughs> Absolutely hate it. All right. Uh, well, we have one segment on this show. Whoa. We are star stuff at the universe's test. Does this pass the Sagan test? Famed philosopher of science and scientist himself, Carl Sagan, once said that he wanted an adult version of Scooby-Doo because it propagated skepticism and the scientific method. Does this episode pass the Sagan test? Is there a theme song? Yeah, it already played. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Added in post. So did they use the scientific method in this particular episode? And skepticism. I mean, it's that worldview. I feel like, yes, they were sufficiently no i don't feel like they were skeptical at all i feel like they're just like of course this is a ghost stealing ships they didn't really make any assertions they just no they just got in a boat that was really all that happened they break into a dude's apartment they say we'll help you but there was no real foundation for that right hmm. we just keep moving forward they're sharks if they stop they die so th- I mean, there was a shark in this episode, and it was presumably it was not really a sh- it was a it was a fin gag, and then they just <laughs> left it. So if they were adhering to the scientific method, I feel like somebody would have been like, "Wait a goddamn minute! Why was there just a shark fin floating in the water that was chasing us one minute ago?" What are the what what is the science of this cave where physics ceased to exist? Yeah, no physics. The guy just stuck a. A, a cake mixer into a guy's stomach and it just stuck there in midair. <laughs> that, that might have been my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> it's just like a cake mixer. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I don't feel like they do pass okay, the second yeah. test. And just to the cake mixer, like there wasn't one guy who was like, that would probably fall to the ground. Can we just make that thing fall to the ground? And and he was overridden, or just no one was that guy. I don't know which is worse. <laughs> I like the, I like this put upon dude who forever is trying to like <laughs> like speak to the practicality yeah. of the things that they're doing, and he's constantly just being ignored. Yeah. Like ah, uh, the I don't know if the well, a shipping liner would not go that close to an island. It's just it would just unfeasible. It would just. 
they would ground themselves. And the pa- there's no way that the password would be triple liver worst and onions. No, like how how would he guess that? It's He's just out of. <laughs> and everybody's like, everyone else's like, yeah, great idea. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just really? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think I'm gonna be in a bad mood all day now. Perfect. That's how I like to leave it. <laughs> Happy New Year, dipshit. Um, so. That's it, man. Yeah. Do you uh thank you so much for being on? No, thank you for having me. This is great. Marvelous. What do you have in the ways of pimpage? Ooh, um, let's see. Well, we we have a show coming up. Oh shit. Do we? We do. Oh no. The eighth no, the fifteenth of January at, okay. at Blue. Marvelous. Um, boxed wine will be performing wine. improvisational comedy um and then uh there's there's other there's other box wine shows that are coming up very soon yeah uh, and i'll be in most if not all of those sweet that's Perfect. all i got yeah if you got stuff coming up are you accessible online no great <laughs> <laughs> no twitter i have a facebook but it's very private it's not even my real name so Ooh. yeah big man on campus Just hiding out you know <laughs> I, I, I skipped Stacey and changed my name. <laughs> I'm hiding out on Facebook. I'm hiding out on Facebook. I'm hiding out on that thing that exposes me to the world voluntarily. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got my, no, just get yourself a MySpace. Then no one will find you. <laughs> I wonder if you can even still do that. Hell yeah, you can. Can you? Yeah. Do you have a MySpace? Uh, I haven't accessed it since 2004. Yeah. Uh, but every now and then, uh, the Wayback Machine will let you see your uh, MySpace from like when it was, you know, you had like your top 10 friends and shit. Sure. And uh, I actually did find my old MySpace page on there. Oh. And, you know, like all the photos and shit and the like shitty blog posts that I wrote as a like goddamn 16 year old numbskull. Yeah. I never, I never had a MySpace. I never had a MySpace. Really? No. Friendster? No Friendster. Wow. I didn't have Facebook until 2008. Oh, you, you didn't late. even need a college email at that point. No, yeah, I waited until mm. after. So, I don't know. I, I was very reluctant. Yeah. And now I'm still I'm very private. So, like, what's with you, Scooby-Doo, on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been lovely, sir. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. Thank it you great. for coming over. Uh, and as always, to you and yours this holiday season... Uh, suck it. (laughs) What's with you, Scooby-Doo, is a member of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. Visit StolenDress.com to check out our other Stolen Dress podcasts, blogs, tweets, videos, and books.